Hey everybody, it's Dr. Matt here for another exciting edition of The Parent Pod. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about wellness. And with all current discussions around the flu and keeping students active in the winter, uh, we are focusing today's Parent Pod on winter wellness as we start to catapult from winter into spring. And with us is our guest, Melissa Hendricks. How are you, Melissa? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. So tell us, uh, tell our parents a little bit about who you are and uh, and how you help serve CIA students when it comes to wellness. Yeah, absolutely. I am the uh, official title, Associate Director of Wellness and Health Promotion with Case Western Reserve University. And I work within their University Health and Counseling Services Center. So my role is a non-clinical role. So I really support the Health and Counseling Center by doing a lot of their outreach and educational programs. Um, so we partner with CIA to provide various wellness programs throughout campus and throughout the year. Um, and CIA students are always welcome to join us for any of the programs that we're mm -hmm. holding on Case Campus too. So, uh you know, the topic of wellness is such a large topic. So yeah. I guess, you know, describe uh, to our listeners a little bit about maybe some specific programs sure. that, uh, that you um, come to CASE or come from CASE to CIA to help our students with. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the biggest things we do on CIA campus is, you know, we help with flu shots. So we we're actually here today giving flu shots, you know, even though it's later in the season, flu mm -hmm. is still going on. So, uh, that's something we bring to uh, CAA's campus all the time. But we also do things um, like we had a free yoga class. Uh, we help with tabling, just bringing different um, educational information to the to the campus. Uh, we've done rock painting events. We've done a lot of kind of outreach educational things, um, you know, events on mindfulness. Um, anything, and wellness can be anything under mm -hmm. the sun. You know, we've done financial wellness, that type of stuff too. Yeah, awesome. So mm -hmm. um, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges uh, for students, especially when we're talking about middle of the winter mm -hmm. through uh, get, just getting us to spring, like what are some of those uh, the biggest challenges that students face? Yeah, you know, I think especially here in Cleveland and, and where we are within the city, you know, the cold and the snow really helps to, you know, kind of keeps people inside a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and that can be a little bit draining after a while, being inside, you know, not seeing the sunshine. So I think that puts a restriction on not only physical activity, but it also can um, affect how you're eating, too. You're sure. probably eating more quick things. There's not as much, as much fresh pro produce available. Um, and then you're in close proximity with people all the time, right? right. So <laughs> germs are everywhere That's at this right. point yeah. in time. Can't get away from them. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of not just your physical wellness you have to think about when you know those restrictions come into play, but also your mental wellness. You mm -hmm. know when you're in the it's gray and gloomy and wet and yucky outside, um, you have to kind of think about how you're going to combat that throughout the winter too. Um, we're almost there, but this is usually the time where people get a little stir crazy and yeah, they're, yeah, they're no, done with sure. it. <laughs> they're sure. done with the winter. Yeah. Well, we have two um, two of those uh, UV lights in our office, nice. right? And yeah. They're, um, they're a, a station that's um, kind of there for students to use next to some uh, computers, and it's right outside my office, and so. It it uh, it always uh, startles me a little bit when I'm like sitting there typing, and then all of a sudden it's like the you know like yeah. the sun is like right outside my door, and I'm yeah. like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, some students need the UV lights. Yeah, uh, you know what? Like, but that's it's big. It's huge, and then I think yeah. that uh, you're right. Right around this time, we start to see an uptake on just students, even some of our staff come in, like uh, you know, from other offices because they know that they're there. 
and they just like sit there for maybe all like, 10 minutes yeah. and like soak it in for a little bit because they know they're there. So you're right, like people start getting stir crazy around this time. Absolutely. And you know, we have had a bit of a mild winter when it comes to snow, but it has been kind of gloomy. Right. You know, we're having a beautiful today day today and I don't know when this is going to be aired, but you know, I think it's getting students to take advantage of that sunshine yeah, when it sure. is happening too. And it's such a little thing. Um, you know, going for a 10 minute walk. So coming away from your studies, getting out of your room, out of your apartment and just mm-hmm. going for a walk you know and it doesn't have to be fast you don't need to be sweating anything right, like that right, right. it's getting moving and getting that sunshine and getting the fresh air and just kind of resetting for yeah. a second you got to take advantage of those days when we get them here in cleveland because they're not often during the winter no in fact it was hilarious i woke up uh, yesterday and um it was like the sun was glowing like this really bright orange it was yeah. gorgeous right and i'm like is that the sun? Right. You know? And I was right. like, okay, well, I'm going to sleep for 10 more minutes. And in those 10 minutes uh, that uh, that I was snoozing, um, I woke up and then it was gone. And it was, <laughs> it was great. It's <laughs> like you no! dreamt it almost. Right. I, was like, I asked my wife, I was like, did you, did, was that this, like, was that that big orange ball in the sky just shining yeah. out of the window? And yeah. she's like, I know, it was. It was awesome. It was so great. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I thought I was dreaming that because when I woke up to get up, it was gray again, <laughs> and I was, yeah. you know, curious about yeah. it. Yeah, so it's doing little things. So even today, it's a beautiful day today, and I was, you know, going to go get some lunch, mm-hmm. and we have an Einstein's, like, right above our office, and, uh, you know, I asked my boss if she wanted anything. She's like, let's go for a walk and go to a yeah. different building and take that 10 minutes of time to just, you know, get away. Yeah. And, and enjoy for a little bit. Well, you know, it's always, uh, you know, I think this happens on every college campus. Um, it, you know, it's uh, that first day where it starts to get kind of nice, where like the sun actually comes out and it's about, I don't know, like 52 degrees, yeah. 55 degrees. Like it never fails uh, or never ceases to amaze me as well as that that day on campus, like <laughs> everybody's doing. outside yeah. and everybody's in a tank top. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's still cold. Like, are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I've yeah, definitely never... seen a lot of shorts today and I'm like, yeah, not, like, not yet. Little, I, I yeah. appreciate the effort. But... <laughs> That's right. That's right. A little, little, uh, little presumptuous, uh, I think, on your part, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, can you, I think parents are always looking, obviously, to help Mm-hmm. Um, their uh, their students and uh, and looking for more information. But can you tell us a little bit about um, about UHCS and yeah. um, and their services and how uh, students can access yeah. them and then how parents can then help them access them? Sure, absolutely. So the wonderful thing about the partnership with CIA and Case Western is that. Um, they, students from CIA are allowed to go to our services for free. So as long as they are taking at least one credit hour, they can use either health services or counseling services for free, um, which is wonderful. Cause in the, you know, in the yeah. real world, that doesn't happen That's as right. much. So right. I think it's, you know, parents encouraging their students that even if they, they're not at the point where they feel they need it to make that connection, you know, and we always tell people, especially when it comes to counseling that, um, we shouldn't wait for the crisis level to get there. Establish mm-hmm. that rapport now. Go over there and see where it even is. You know, walk in. 
um, and, and have an appointment. And, and that's the other great thing about counseling services at Case Western is that we work on a walk-in basis. So that means that students don't need to make an appointment. They just walk in during any of our office hours and they will be seen that day, yeah. um, you know, usually relatively quickly too. It is, it is for sure. And yeah. It's a great, you know, it is, uh, I've walked several students over myself and, you know, yeah. they're, they get right in and, yeah yeah for sure yeah and you know counseling has the individual counseling that you you typically see but it also has a lot of group therapy too and we have uh, various different groups so we have some for LGBT students some on stress reduction mm-hmm. some on just executive functioning for the students who maybe just you know are hard with time management and getting to places on time those types of things um, you know we have a lot of opportunity for students um, to get the help that they need within mm-hmm. counseling services. Um, the other health services is also a great place to start. Again, it's free. Right. Um, you know, there if you have to do labs, x-rays, stuff like that, then maybe there's a charge you get your insurance kicked in. But we always tell students that if you're not feeling right, if something's going on, health services is the place to start. Um, and we also work on a kind of a no wrong door. So if you are not really sure where to go, Go to either, <laughs> and we'll get you where you need to be also. You know, unfortunately, we're not in the same building, um, but we're happy to walk people over to where they need to be and, and make that connection. Our staff really works seamlessly together, um, and which is another thing is that we look at the entire body, too. Right. So, you know, you're at health services. We're still going to be looking at and making sure that your mental health needs are taken care of. Same thing, you know, vice versa. If you're at counseling and you're complaining about a sprained ankle, we're going to make sure that you're you're taken care of. Or if you get a weird rash, we'll get yeah. you over there, you know. And I think that's the, that's really yeah. actually really beneficial for students. And that change has happened. Like, that change is, like, not long. Like, that, that mm-hmm. actually just happened a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. I, maybe we're on our fifth or sixth year of yeah. that. You know, I've been here about three years now and it was just a little bit before I got here. Um, so it's relatively recent and, you know, it, it took a lot to get to that point, but it yeah. was needed and it's important. And, you know, the students don't, they, they expect that. Right. You know? Well, you know, it's it's like, you think about it, it's this, you know, that collaborative, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, that collaborative nature of what that should be like. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense, you know, mind right. and body together, you know, and, and you know, Right. That, that uh, I think that students have benefited greatly from being having been here prior to and then feeling a little disjointed. I feel like like now it's such a great opportunity for students because there is a lot of good communication that goes back and forth yeah. between you know health services and counseling services and trying to uh, assist students with their whole health. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I would say the the communication between our office and CIA oh, yeah, is absolutely. great too. You yeah. know, we work in constant communication about people, and obviously respecting privacy. But it's still, you know, you know, if you have a student of concern, mm-hmm. and it, you know, there's a great relationship that goes on there too. Oh yeah, I mean, so. especially if you're walking a student down. Yeah. Usually, if a student is in distress, you know, we're we're coming in first to kind of, you know talk a little bit about what we're seeing mm-hmm. as the as the staff person, you know, prior to or any kind of background that we know yeah. is happening. So that way there's, it gives some kind of preface to like why the student is sitting in the lobby. Yeah. You know? you know, and one other great program I didn't mention earlier that we do on campus is something called QPR, mm-hmm. which is, uh, it stands for Question, Persuade, Refer. Mm-hmm. 
and that is our suicide prevention training. So it helps to um, students, faculty, staff, and you know, we welcome parents to come to it also to teach them about the warning signs of someone who maybe is struggling a little bit and how to talk to them about that, how to have that hard conversation, how to persuade them into getting help and, and where to send them to get help too. Yeah. So um, I think that's a really important um, training to have on campus and we have a lot of people that take advantage of that. Well, you know, our RAs, you know, go yeah. through something similar and, and, you know, and certainly we've uh, had trainings on our campus for faculty and staff mm -hmm. and similar uh, and similar trainings about that topic. And I think, you know, you pointed out earlier that it, it really has to do with being aware and trying mm -hmm. to, um, uh, you know, trying to help a student prior to it becoming an emergency, right? you know, when they get to that point. And right. so... I guess, you know, if you could, uh, it, like, what are some of those things that um, that parents can do with their students outside of the, having good dialogue and yeah, seeing where they're yeah. at, but like, or bothering them about what they're eating, you know, <laughs> and making sure that they're eating their fruits and vegetables. Like, yeah. what are some of those kind of conversations that I think that parents, like, what are those conversations like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just checking in on, you know, not always talking about just the schoolwork too. I mean, getting to know what they're doing and what their projects are and you know how their classes are going, but asking about their friendships, asking about their social life, um, you know, asking them how they're adapting to being in Cleveland if this is a new you know area for them. Um, you know, kind of just talking through those conversations, you know, and some students are, are gonna open up and talk and some won't, but it's just kind of having that pulse of, um, you know, are they engaging in other ways outside? Right. Are they still doing those things? And if you start hearing, you know, if they always were, if they were being social and then all of a sudden they're not, or maybe they don't seem as engaged in their classes, you know, that's something to maybe say, hey, you know, I think maybe something's going on. Are you okay? Do you want to talk about anything? It's, you know, and just saying, I think just having parents say, I'm here if you need me to talk. Right. Um, and if you don't want to talk to me, you know, knowing what the resources are on campus too. But, you know, I know that 18 and 20 year olds and even, you know, older ones sometimes don't want to open up to their parents about that. And the parents shouldn't be, you know, too upset about it. But knowing the resources, um, you know, and, and knowing their, their student and, and their personalities. And how yeah, I mean, that. I think that, I mean, we've talked about this in, in earlier podcasts about, you know, telling parents, like, listen, we recognize that you, you know, you know your student best. Mm -hmm. You know, you you've yeah. been with them for a long more, a lot more longer than a lot more longer of a time period than we have. Yeah. Um, but we also recognize that there are changes that occur in a student that are both positive and then sometimes negative. But you know, we always tell us, uh, parents that if you see something in your student that is really concerning mm -hmm. uh, to you, you know, then then you know you need to. You know, let, let us know. Yeah. Right. Not. Uh, you know, we're not talking about like you know. Oh my gosh, they they got a tattoo, or they they changed <laughs> their hair color, or you know, whatever. But like, or they're growing a beard. Um, you know, but but really behavioral changes like you're talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, were they students that were really involved in high school, and you know, they came into CIA wanting to be really involved and 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 are, have really backed away from that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can they speak to friends mm -hmm. and people that they are close to or at least know you know pretty well you know what is school like are they yeah. still enjoying what they're doing you know despite it being difficult you yeah know, are they still enjoying that I think those are really kind of parent kind of conversations as well yeah absolutely and you know 
um, the counselors in our office, they are happy to do consultations. So, um, you know, if you call our office and, and you're concerned about your student, um, you know, we definitely can talk you through that. Um, you know, but we also encourage you to reach out to the school. So reach out mm -hmm. to CIA if, you, if you're really concerned at that point. Um, because they do, they have that close relationship with your student. Right. So um, I think it's, you know, keeping that open communication not only with your student, um, but also with the school and knowing what's going on around campus too. Well, mm -hmm. well um, the, the last topic uh, for us to talk about is, a, <laughs> is such a timely one. I think you can turn on it basically any, any uh, news channel uh, and they're talking uh, a lot about the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we have CIA uh, has been really trying to push good information to mm -hmm. our students uh, and to our families about, you know, either steps that they can take or steps that we are trying to take with students uh, to um, limit exposure or potential exposure for corona. So um, I guess, you know, what are, what are some precautions um, that uh, parents should be talking with their students mm -hmm. about um, that help kind of limit their ability to be exposed to coronavirus? Yeah, you know, and, and with corona, it's, it's changing every day. So mm -hmm. it is a bit hard and it is a bit overwhelming to um, to stay on top of. But I think it's it's similar to, as far as just general precautions, it's similar to the, to the flu when we're making sure that we're washing our hands and, you know, doing general hygiene stuff. But also the biggest thing that we stress is if you are sick, stay home. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know, you know, I don't know what CIA's policies are, you know, but I, I feel like at this point in time, if somebody is sick and they feel they're going to be missing class, whatever, it's again, keeping that communication up. So mm -hmm. letting their professors know, um, you know, letting people know that that could help them mm -hmm. through that process. But that is a big thing. And I know with high achieving students, it's hard. It is very that hard. It's a hard yeah. thing to mm -hmm. say, um, to stay home. Um, you know, with Corona specifically, that it's just going to change as it goes and, you know, listen to what's happening within the CDC um, with travel guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I, I, I can't say what they are because they probably changed <laughs> from the right. time that I've sure. walked over here, you know, but um, listening to the CDC guidelines when it comes to travel and it comes to, to care and all of that. But again, if you're sick and this, this is just for flu or in general, stomach bugs, that type of mm -hmm. stuff. Stay, Stay home. home. Yeah, absolutely. Get some rest, yeah. drink some fluids. And if it becomes, um, you know, a concern, if you get to a point where a, a student is concerned, um, your best bet is to call, call health services. Um, we have 24-7 nurse on call. Um, and then our nurses are always, when we're there, mm -hmm. manning the phone. So call first. The nurse will kind of go through some things with you and they'll let you know whether they want you to come in or they don't want you to continue to stay home and rest also. Yeah, no, sure. um, and I think that goes, that's kind of what's what's happening with a lot of hospital systems and health centers wherever you are is they want you to kind of call, talk about it a little bit, and then go from there. Because yeah, I think they're trying to eliminate what the symptoms, you know, like they're trying to figure out what the symptoms are yeah. and, the, and if they match up with potentially, you know, uh, the virus and what the symptoms of the virus are. They want you to come in, be evaluated, right? Mm -hmm. But I think you're right. I mean, that is one of the things that we've told our students from the get-go. One, make sure you're washing your hands. You yeah. Know, use lots of soap. Which we should do anyway, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> For real. And so, um, but, you know, but when you're, um, but even doing so on, on a more, uh, you know, at a more normal clip yeah. than usual. Um, you know, CIA has hand sanitizer stations throughout the whole building and our residences. So utilizing hand sanitizer. 
Um, but but certainly, you know, washing your hands and not just putting some soap on it and then like, mm-hmm. you know, but actually rubbing your you're rubbing right. your hands together. Happy birthday, right? Singing happy birthday, yep. right? That's right. <laughs> like it's one of those things where you're like you can't get out of your head now, and so um, <laughs> so it becomes routine. But yeah, like you know, twenty seconds I think is there mm-hmm. is the you know is the kind of time frame that they're looking to do, and so washing hands really well. Um, you know, other things we've had flu shots today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. It's kind of on the back end of flu season, but, but so. you know, if you haven't had a flu shot yet, mm-hmm. perhaps thinking about getting one is a good move. Absolutely. So I don't. I don't think there's ever. You know, last year I know we had an uptick later in the year mm-hmm. when it comes to flu. And you know, and again, I'm not a clinical person, but you know, I think it's it's helpful to to yeah. get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think staying home, following, listen to the CDC guidelines. I know um, Case Western, we have a, a page on University Health and Counseling Services website called Health Updates, where we are keeping um, all of the information that we're sending out to our parents and students and faculty and staff updated on that page. Um, so that's a good resource for CIA parents yeah, and, too. Yeah, and we have one for our, for our own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on uh, it's under the safety and security uh, page on uh, CIA.edu. Perfect. And so it'll give the most up to date information on that as well as we kind of uh, work our way through um, this. Uh, yeah. Know, our coronavirus, uh, you know, information. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you. We're at time. So I want to thank you so much um, for coming in and talking a little bit about student wellness. Mm -hmm. And um, is there a place, uh, maybe some uh, contact information? Should a parent want to contact you about uh, health and wellness? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can always email me. So my email address is m, as in Melissa, xh765 at case.edu. Um, all of the information for our programs that are happening on campus are, are on our website. We also have a Facebook page, so CWRU Wellness. Um, we have an Instagram account at CWRU Wellness. Um, and then again, our website is always up to date with information. Um, one other resource that I do um, like to let parents know about are our Reach Out app. Um, and I don't know if yours has mm-hmm. happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have a Reach Out app also. Um, is it called Reach Out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so um, that has a wealth of information on all the resources that are available to students on campus too. Um, so definitely um, parents should download that, students should download that, and then it'll have everything on their phone for them. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. And that's it, folks, for another edition of the Parent Pod. Till next time, it's Dr. Matt. See ya.